0: This is a Squiz Kids podcast, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with the Australian Museum of Democracy. Curious kids, teachers and parents can learn more about Aussie democracy, civics and history by searching for the Museum of Australian Democracy. Hello there and welcome to episode 3 of the Sensational World of Civics. I'm Amanda Bauer, head of Squiz Kids for Schools. Now, before you start rolling your eyes at the thought of a whole podcast series about civics and democracy, what a total sneeze fest, right? Stop and think about this for a moment. How our government works and the decisions it makes reaches into almost every part of our everyday lives. How and why you go to school, the sports you play, the roads you drive on, the hospitals you rely on, the kind of society you're going to grow up and live in. So settle in as we explore the history of Australian democracy and pull apart how our system of government works. It'll be heaps more fun than it sounds, I promise. Last episode, we got comfy with how exactly our politicians are elected. Well, once you've given them a job, they need to get to work. Today we'll learn about the different jobs done in the House of Representatives and the Senate, how laws are made, and what this question time business is all about. And to guide us on this journey, I'm delighted to welcome back to the Squiz Kids hot seat Cameron Hansel from the Museum of Australian Democracy in Canberra. Cam, welcome.
1: Hi, Amanda. Thanks. It's great to be with you again.
0: So, Cam, we talked last time about the bicameral Australian Parliament. Bicameral meaning two houses or two chambers. There's the Green House of Representatives with 151 members and the Red Senate, which has 76 senators. Now, why do we need all those people in two different coloured rooms? Couldn't we just have one house and get stuff done a bit faster? Why do we need two houses?
1: Well, you're right Amanda, if we did just have one chamber, things probably would get done a lot faster. However, we wouldn't have the same level of rigorous debate. We need checks and balances. Checks and balances? What are they? Well, you see, it's really important that the decisions made in Parliament are reviewed and scrutinised. Having two chambers allows us to do this. You see, each chamber serves a slightly different purpose. And a good hint into the different purposes of these chambers comes from the names given to them. The House of Representatives is also known as the Lower House or the People's House. It is in this chamber where government is formed and where the people of individual electorates are represented by their leaders.
0: Okay, and then how do we refer to the Senate?
1: Well, the Senate, that's also known as the Upper House or the State's House. In the Senate, politicians are representing the interests of their entire state like New South Wales or Victoria. And here's a fun fact, most bills start in the House of Representatives, but to become a law, they must also be debated and passed in the Senate as well. For this reason, you will often hear the Senate referred to as the House of Review, And that's why it's so important that we have two chambers for that review process.
0: So that sounds a little bit like how in my house, the kids know they're not going to get something expensive and new until both parents have said it's okay. (laughs) It's a little bit like that, isn't it? All right, so the majority of laws are made in the lower house. Let's find out how they do that. Let's make some laws. Cam, we hear all the time that something is against the law, but what is a law exactly?
1: Well, a law is a rule which society uses to define how people and organisations are expected to behave. In a democracy like our own, this is a rule that applies to all people at all times.
0: Right, so no one's sort of above the law, everyone has to follow it.
1: Absolutely, and the laws also tell us the penalties for breaking the rules such as fines or prison time.
0: Uh Uh-oh! OK, so the majority of laws are made in the lower house. Um, can you just take us through how they do that? Can you think of a recent bill that's become a law?
1: Oh, wow, that is tough because, you see, there are so many that pass through Parliament. Last year, for example, in 2021, there was over 100. They can be laws related to very big, important issues like defence or dealing with natural disasters or it could be about everyday small things.
0: All right, I am going to spin the Squeeze Kids Wheel of Fortune and we'll just pick a random one from last year. OK. The Dental Benefits Amendment Bill of 2021. Jeez, that sounds boring.
1: It sounds boring, but it's actually a good one. It changed the wording of an existing law. So the law used to say that parents with children between the ages of 2 and 18 could receive some money from the government to make a trip to the dentist a bit cheaper. And I tell you what, the cost is really what scares adults about the dentist.
0: Are you sure that's all that scares adults about the dentist? I think sometimes they need their hands held for other reasons.
1: That's true. But at least this bill changed the law to now say that children of any age are eligible. So this effectively means that parents can now take their babies to the dentist and not need to worry about the cost so much. So there we have an example of something which probably wouldn't be talked much about in the media and it doesn't exactly scream excitement, I know, but it's important.
0: Well, everyone wants a healthy mouth. So what happens when a bill is first introduced? Can a bill be changed before it becomes a law?
1: Oh, it certainly can. In fact, it's not very often that a bill isn't changed, at least a little bit before it becomes a law. You see, when it comes to bills, the words are very important adding, removing, or changing just one word can sometimes make a huge difference in how the law will actually work in reality. So it's important to get it right. Sometimes when I listen to
0: what's happening in Parliament, it sounds a bit like a rowdy school playground.
1: I'm prepared to debate anywhere at any time with the Treasurer on his I life. think
0: oh, it's time we'll to talk about question time. Order! Order! So, Cam, every day that federal parliament sits, there's at least an hour each day called question time, and that's when any member of parliament can ask a government minister a question.
1: Yeah, question time is very important because it allows an opportunity for our opposition, as well as minor parties, to scrutinise the actions of the government.
0: Ooh, scrutinise a good word. That means look really closely at and ask questions, yeah?
1: Yeah, and question time is an opportunity for them to ask the government questions without notice, meaning without them knowing what questions going to be asked beforehand.
0: Ah, right. So t- sort of trying to catch them by surprise a little bit. It also seems to be a time when some pretty intense political fighting happens between the parties.
1: Oh, yes. To say the least, question time can get really, really heated. And it's because our politicians know that out of all the time spent in Parliament, this is when the public and the news media will definitely be watching.
0: The Honourable Member do, is I not putting forward a point
1: he of he a order. Order! Of of i tell you what, Amanda, if I was a minister in this situation, I would be very nervous. Absolutely. All eyes are on them at this point, and opposition members use this brief moment of guaranteed press coverage as a chance to embarrass the government. And to show confidence in their policies and in their actions, the government needs to be able to deflect this criticism back onto the opposition.
0: Right, so they sort of lob it back into their court.
1: Absolutely. And as you can imagine, things can end up getting very rowdy and unprofessional because our politicians know that these sessions can make or break careers. Wow so
0: with all that intensity who is sort of in charge? Who's deciding which members ask questions and you know limiting the amount of time that people talk and things like that?
1: I'm so glad you asked Amanda because that brings us to one of the most important roles in our parliament. You see without somebody to control sessions of parliament it would be completely out of hand. It would be like a classroom with no teacher. Oh no no one wants that. (laughs) So we have someone with a very important job in the House of Representatives known as the Speaker. This is the person that sits right in the centre and monitors the debate. They have a lot of power in the chamber. In fact, did you know they are allowed to kick any member out of the chamber if they're being too disruptive? Wow! Yeah, even the Prime Minister. Now, the Speaker isn't like a judge who has a little hammer known as a gavel that they can use to control the room. They only have their voice, so when things are getting out of hand you will hear them shout, order, order! Oh, I'll have
0: to try that next time I'm in a classroom. Order! A quick message from our partner, the Museum of Australian Democracy. Civics is a big topic. There's way more to explore than can fit into this small episode. If you want to learn more, you can visit their website. They've got tons of classroom activities on Aussie history and government and media, as well as lots of information to support young changemakers like you. Better yet, visit them in person at the place it all began, Old Parliament House in Canberra. Just search the Museum of Australian Democracy. Coming up. So far, we've only been talking about all this stuff that adults can do. You have to be 18 to vote. You have to be 18 to be elected. But... Don't worry, kids can still get involved, can't they, Cam?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. There's so many things which kids can do.
0: Next episode, Bryce will explore how kids can get into politics at a local level, how you can communicate with and influence members of parliament and how you can make a difference. I'm really looking forward to hearing about that. Cam, thank you so much for your time and expertise today. Will you do the honours?
1: Now get out there and have a most excellent day.
0: Over and